Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. Welcome to the Matter of Faction podcast, episode 37 for the Handshake Media Group. Put your hands up if you're a little bit dusty after the week that was the death of Me Too coming to an end. Oh, and uh, yeah. Brownie's had a big week, but I think everyone's. I think that's obvious to everyone. Oh, uh, look, there is so much from that tour, from the show in Brisbane, from all the shows around the country, actually, which yeah. uh, we do need to talk about and do need to put our professional pants on and do something a bit serious in this sec. So hang around for that. Price War joins me. My name is Brown Dog, and this guy here uh, is not a guy. It's actually a girl. Her name's Ebony, and she has the heavy news. And uh, Ebony, it's been a big week for news, right? Take it away. Yeah, thanks guys. Uh, a big one just announced is Steel Panther uh, coming to Australia with Seven Dust. Not really quite sure how those two got lumped together, but it's going to be a great show either way. They're hitting up Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney, Newcastle, and they're also heading over to Auckland if you're over there and listening. Tickets are on sale next Wednesday. In other tour news, I'm sure you've heard about this one. Carnival are doing the Decade of Sound Awake, the album. This is going to be the tour. You will never have this opportunity again. These shows are also one-offs. Only one night. They're not adding any extra shows. Get your tickets right now. All right. And the openers for Download Festival Australia have been announced. In Melbourne, we'll see our boys, the gloom in the corner, take to the stage. It's going to be great. Sydney, we've also got upcomers Big Nasty, who features Max Priest of Introvert. If you haven't got around either of those bands yet, you need to do it. Get there early. Go support local music. Ocean Grove. We've been waiting for this album. Flip Phone Fantasy is coming out on March 13th. And if you do want more of an up-close experience, they are doing some signings around the place. Kicking it off on March 13th, they'll be in Melbourne, on the 14th in Sydney, and then on the 15th in Brisbane. Go get your album. Go get it signed. Be a great time. The tours are just still coming. We've got Voyager on the Runaway Tour. They released a new music video for it. They didn't make it into Eurovision, but, you know, it doesn't matter. We still love them. In some other huge news, we have Atlas. They've returned with a new frontman called Mitch. They've dropped a new single called Sorrow, and they're also doing a show where all their proceeds go to the Leukemia Foundation. It's on March 21st at Stay Gold in Melbourne. Head along. We have a new album announcement from Trivium. It's called What the Dead Men Say. It's set to come out on April 24th, and they've just released their first single. It's called Catastrophus and it's a bit power metal-y. And if you need some pop punk, Neck Deep have announced their new album, All Distortions Are Intentional. They've dropped a new song as well called Low Life. It's just a great time for new music. When is it out? July 24. Okay, you got to wait a little bit, but it's worth it. And we'll finish it off with some news on Polaris. They've just finished up their The Death of Me tour. But it wasn't without some disappointing news from their Sydney show where the boys had to call out some homophobic behaviour by some of their, quote, fans. They said that to anyone who behaves like this, do not come to our shows, do not wear our merch, you are not welcome where we play and we don't want you in our community. So message heard loud and clear, guys. Make sure you're doing the right thing. Look out for yourselves and those around you and just call out shit behaviour. That's it. That's all the news and there was a lot of it this week. Stay heavy. Well, that was Paul Brown misgendering someone, so uh, now look, we're on to some actual news. Look, I, I, my, my head's not in a good place, yeah. right? There's been a lot that's happened over the weekend. It was a very big weekend, and uh, like uh, the Polaris tour finally came to an end. They celebrated the death of me with an Australian-wide tour. Landed at number three on the ARIA charts yeah, as well. Big and, congrats, big uh, congrats. Among some great companies as well, too. The yeah. Amity Affliction, number two, and Ozzy Osbourne at number four. We did it. as we. I'd like to just point out... We 
we called this brownie. Yes. We, we absolutely said it was going to be a big week in the charts for heavy music. And they came in at two, three, and four consecutively. That's great. Only being pipped by some K-pop. What is K-pop? I don't want to talk about K-pop. Yeah. I don't want it in my life, so I don't want to focus my attention on it. But So really, it was one, two, and three. Exactly. It, but it doesn't they, exist. They did dominate the vinyl charts, which is Hell where it counts. Yeah. That's exactly what we need to talk about. Uh, and something else that we need to talk about, obviously, Polaris playing their biggest home show to date, which was just insane to see the amount of people that packed out the Enmore Theatre. There was and, an amazing photo yeah. that was taken from above that sort of... Uh, Did that fisheye kind of fish thing? Yeah. Thing. Beautiful. It looks like just a big pile of bodies. Yeah. I think Third Eye Visuals did that one. Yes, Actually, correct. I saw on social media. And I love those photos. They're great. And look, a big shout out to everyone who got themselves to a show and uh, rightfully supported the band and everyone around them. It's and all of the bands on the bill. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. We'll talk about those bands in a sec too because we can't go anywhere without mentioning Wage War, Crystal Lake and Alpha Wolf. But the first thing we need to get to is the homophobic behaviour which happened at the Sydney show. You know, yep. um, The boys had a great show, great night, unfortunately. Unfortunately, a couple of scumbags, I'm going to call them, I don't want to call them fans, went next door after the show to the pub, the middle of Mardi Gras, it's happening in Sydney, the biggest celebration for LGBT members and the community getting together again and like having a good time. And unfortunately, they went there and had some really disgusting homophobic behavior, treating some drag queens and just like, it's it's not on and and it's it's not called for and this is not what our scene's about. Absolutely. Have you ever been to... Uh, Mardi Gras Haven't been to a Mardi Gras celebration myself But It's an amazing celebration of love And and, uh, Positivity positivity, People coming together People wanting nothing more than equality Yeah And and community Yeah It it really is an an amazing experience And uh, I don't care what your orientation is I think everyone should go along At some point well, and experience the, the love that you that you see. In see, the air. For, for years with me growing up with my sexuality, I yep. kept it to myself. I always see th- this celebration and party as something I should go to, even when I was closeted, because yeah. you know it's one of those things where you could go go to and no one cares That's who right. you are, what you look like, who you sleep with, what you Correct. do in your life. Everyone is just there to have a big time and a great party, and that's and it. you know that's what this celebration is all and about. And it also celebrates the hardships that that are, everyone and, goes you know, through. And, yeah. I love seeing uh, there's a there's a the original I think it was seventy eight or seventy six whatever the year was that the first one was that was that was actually a protest march yeah correct exactly they always and that's have what their it's own come bus from yeah. full of the people who marched in the first one yeah exactly and, yeah yeah and like that's just such a like really great timely reminder every, every year of the history of and and the you know the importance of that exactly, march yeah. and, that, and what's become such a celebration instead of a protest. Yeah, exactly. There's always an element of protest within the march. Yep. Uh, but it, boil it all down, what we're trying to say is it's an amazing celebration of love and it's really shit yep. that there's the tiny one... Percent, not, yeah, not, not even 1%, that exactly, yeah. Of our community, our heavy music community that seem to be backwards thinking and not open-minded. Exactly. Closed-minded, yeah. in fact. And you look at the people that are within our scene, the bands, the songs we sing about, like everything that we go through together, we are in this together. And it's thick about and being that, you know, and here's the thing. Let's be real, in 2020, heavy music, we are the niche. We are not the mainstream. We're not the majority. We are the underdogs. We are the ones that are treated like we're weirdos. Yeah, exactly. Right? We're different so to everyone else. So can we not just please 
understand that other people who are marginalized, who are made to feel like they are less, all that sort of stuff, we are the same. Yeah. We are all the same. And it's garbage to think that someone in our community is that prejudiced. Yeah, that narrow-minded, that, yeah. that, that they thought that that was acceptable to do. And it, look, it might not even be a situation of, of, of an actual fan. It might be someone who's just gone to that one show. We yeah. don't know the, the backstory behind it all. But all None we, of this reflects on Polaris. N- no, and, and can, I, can I please say Shout I got the chance out, to have yeah. a chat to the guys at the show because it happened uh, the, night the, the night before the Brisbane show and I spoke to the boys and like I take my hat off and like I hug and gave them all a kiss on the cheek and said like thank you as we, on behalf of someone who is an openly bisexual gay man, whatever you want to say. I'm still trying to figure that out in life myself at the yeah. moment. But to have a band come out and say, we don't want you wearing our merch. We don't want you play- coming to the shows that we're playing at. Mm. You do not belong in if our crowd. If you're going to wear that yeah. sort of bullshit on your sleeve... Don't put our exactly logo yeah on your other sleeve. And look, the way the boys handled that was fantastic. It, it got picked up by mainstream media yeah, all over the news. country. Yeah, I saw all, seven news coverage. I yeah. never thought I'd see Polaris no. on a on a channel like that, for God, example. No. But like the way those boys handled it was fantastic. The way the the community, both communities, came out in yes. support of the band and 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 un, the unfortunate circumstances that happened. And we all claim to say that we are all together. Those people don't rep- represent us or anything yeah. within this heavy well, here's music the other scene thing too. You know. Polaris are from, I mean, they're from the Shire, but I mean, ostensibly they're from Sydney. Yep. You know, so they're more than aware of the importance of of the Mardi Gras. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. you know, that's that's kind of like coming into their town and, you know, and like kicking down, you know, a monument. You yeah, know, like exactly. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. The, you know, they're, they're well aware of how important this is to that community, to the city, to the history of Australia. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. for them, you know, to unfortunately sometimes be, you know, in this case, at initially be lumped in with these people who came, went next door to that pub and, yeah. and did this, it was like, I'm glad they, I'm so glad they spoke out. Yeah, exactly. And look, there's been a few people questioning like why the band did this, which, you know, it just brings back the importance of why we're talking about it now, yeah. why the fans are talking about it in yep. the forums and sharing the story around uh, across social media. We don't stand for this. Absolutely. We all stand together. We all look out for each other, regardless of what you look like, who you sleep with, what you do for a living, what color your skin is. All of that doesn't matter. When it comes to this community, we look out for each other. And that's Absolutely. exactly what we need to get across with this message. Absolutely. And if, and if Let's yeah. shout out the LGBTQI plus community that yeah. are into metal. Um, and, you know, we embrace you. The Faction embraces you. Wall of Sound embraces you. The rest of the heavy music community embraces you. Let, you know, embraces everyone. Let's, yeah. let's just get on with loving heavy music. Exactly. Let's have a big old equality hug in the mosh pit and yeah. move on with life. Uh, and that's kind of like what happened at Polaris' show, actually, that's in sick. Brisbane. There was like a big moment of like, guys, girls, who who all got together in the mosh pit doing like a big circle jump during Polaris. But sick. can I please say, and I know I've said this in the past and uh, I want to rectify my comment and admit that I've matured and grown up a little bit. <laughs> I had some resentment against Wage War going into this tour. Like what resentment? Because I, I didn't rate their, their latest album. Right, okay. I heard it and I thought, okay, just another generic metalcore album to me. They've done nothing that sort of really stands out compared to bands who are doing great things and that. Mm. But seeing these songs live, it all made sense. Yeah, it all completely made sense. And I'm like, I'm kicking myself that I wrote myself off too bad that I couldn't go to the the Wage War show the next night <laughs> because I wanted to see a longer set from them. You I felt like they yourself. needed more. Yeah, it, oh, but they were so good. But on top of that as well. 
Crystal Bloody Lake. I, I've got to say, I saw a lot of people saying this on yeah, socials. Yeah, yeah. Just they, saying, like, Crystal Lake are the real deal. They really brought their A-game with this tour. Uh, 18 years they've been trying to get down here to Australia. They finally did it on the back of this tour, and wow. Like, all I'm thinking now is... Can somebody please bring Crossfaith and Crystal Lake to Australia together. just so we can blow up a building? Because that's exactly what will happen when you put these two bands together. <laughs> like, there'll be nothing left at the end of it all. Oh, that's dope. Oh, that's really good, man. Like, for you to... I mean, you've walked away with two new favourite bands. Yeah, exactly. Like. And and the new stuff on the way from Alpha Wolf 2 sounded they so... They play the new song. Yeah, I they heard. play the new song. Yeah. I, for the life of me, can't tell you the name of it because it's got it's like an... an odd word, It's like yeah. an A-K-O or something like that, a whatever ca- it is. Cassie or something like that, yeah. That's yeah. it. But like... If, if you've liked Alpha Wolf in the past, like hearing them at the Tivoli in Brisbane, which is such a beautiful venue yeah. and the acoustics bounce off the wall, it sounds great. They sounded huge. They are so tight right now. So I'm really keen to see it's what they really do next. It's a really big statement that this tour was that big and that stacked that Alpha Wolf opened. Yeah. But that's what, there was <laughs> a period, I mean? like, there was a period there where I was talking to my brother, like, I'm, are you excited to see Alpha Wolf? He's like, yeah, hasn't seen them in a few months and all that. And I turn around and like, it is packed. There is people everywhere. Yeah, it went from, from no one being get-go. inside from the minute they played, it, it was packed. I've never seen the Tivoli so packed for an opening band from before like that. Yeah. And that was the case from start to finish. So like, uh, kudos to Destroy Alliance for putting this tour together because that is, that was like, the equivalent of a birthday present in the form of a tour, like yeah. four great bands back to back to back to back. That's great sick. stuff. That's really cool, man. Uh, now, big week for new music. Obviously, let's not forget the new tunes that rocked up and uh, got in our ear holes. Drugs came back. Destroy yeah. all line. Destroy, <laughs> destroy. rebuild. <laughs> destroy rebuild until God shows. Sorry, yep. not not drugs, but like uh, this is Craig Owens, who obviously people would know from Chiodos. He did this side project a couple of years back. They put out one fantastic album. They they changed the metalcore post hardcore game mm. with that album that they brought out, and uh, um, unfortunately called it quits back in the day. He went and did his solo project. I guess that didn't really go too well because now he's back to using drugs. So <laughs> back to working drugs. Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. L- um, let's just make a statement right now. We are not making any claims that this man is taking drugs. That is uh, we- true. Please do not sue us for saying he uses Yes, drugs. Craig, we're talking about the fact that you're working with the band Drugs. Now, when this band first started that, it was just him. So now he's gone back to that again. It's just him oh, cool. putting these songs out. And uh, the first song, we should say, uh, King I Am, is the first song he's put out under this band. It's a bit, how would I put this, like electronic post hardcore yeah. if you will, with screams in, yeah, in there? Yeah, I guess, I guess if he's doing it himself, I mean, there's... He's possibly not playing all of the instruments. Exactly. Himself. He might be programming yeah. some of it. Which I guess, yeah, which is what he would be doing at this point in time. But, you know, this band had members of Pierce the Veil and Story of the Year in them oh, as well, too. Right. So, like, okay. they've all gone off and done I will other admit things. to not knowing this band. You need to go back, and yep. anyone listening right now, go back, listen to that debut album. You'll be very surprised with how it good it was. It's just Destroy, Rebuild, oh, okay. Until God Shows. Self-titled. Yeah, self-titled, okay. yeah. Sick. Uh, definitely check them out, and I'm keen to see what Craig does next. So welcome back, Drugs. Very nice. Very nice. Now, you got me onto this band. You mentioned this, and I admit this. Um, I didn't follow up on it because I'm a dickhead. But Spirit Box, they put oh. out their new song, Blessed Be, and yeah, yeah. I'm on board. Yeah, it, it features the singer from Sharptooth uh, and this new song, Blessed Be, is just 
to me, it's just a masterpiece. Like, it's got all of the, the melody you could want. It's got all of the heaviness you could want. It's got the yeah. screaming, All in the one vocal. All in... And I don't know, it's like... It's got that complexity in the in the guitars and the drums and everything like that. But then it's really heavy and it's so well produced and it's ambient in the you know, in the moments where it counts and and I'm just I'm so on board with Spirit Box and I'm so glad I found them late last year. Yeah. Uh, and I like it's, let's it's, just keep supporting them. There's Australia let them know that you want them here. I think that's definitely the, the point that you, you made. Listening to the song, it's an adventure. Because like, mm. it, it started off and I was like, oh, okay, it's a bit like um, evanescency, if you want to put it in that regard. And then towards the end is when it completely opens up and yeah. the heaviness kicks in. It's like, wow, that's a punch to the to the throat that I never expected. And it's yep. good. It's, it's good music. So yep. Spirit Box, if you haven't got on board, now is the time to do so. 100%. So uh, Melbourne lads... Uh, Bad Love dropped a new song last week. Yeah, they did. Yeah, out of nowhere. Now these guys are going on tour with the Brave, and the song DMU dragged me under. Wow, came out of nowhere. Yeah, absolutely really came did. out of nowhere. And it's it's a bit of a different style for the guys. It's a little bit more bordering on the heavier side, whereas mm. in the past they've done the alternative rock yeah, kind of yeah, v- yeah. vibe, that kind of thing. But this is good, catchy lyrics, yeah. like good yells and screams in there too. So yeah, I, I was surprised to see it. It popped up in my YouTube subscriptions because uh, they dropped it in in a. Uh, third-party channel yep. that I subscribed to. I checked it out. Uh, and I was, I was like surprised to see them. I was like, is this the Bad Love from Is this the one? Yeah, because there's, there's two... I don't know. There's and two then, bands in Australia with the bad slash name, oh, like yeah, Bad Dreams bad and dreams. Bad Love. Yeah. Well, I was, I was like, oh, I just wasn't sure if it was like somehow a, a band from overseas that also... Got the same got name, the same that kind of deal. Because right? I've seen uh, two bands called Captives. One's from Melbourne as well. And yep. one from the UK. Yep. Um, and I saw them in that channel as well. So I thought, I was like, oh God, it's happened again. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't seen them or any media talking, talking about, about it yet. It. Yep. So I was like, oh, is that them? Because, and so then I went to their Facebook and yes, it was. It was, yeah. So, but yeah, it really caught me by surprise. So when I listened to it, I was just like, oh shit, this is great. So I, I added it to the faction. Perfect. Uh, great. I'm glad you did. Yeah. Today, Cause yeah, it's a. Totally worthy. Well, if you, li- track. if you like it, make sure you check them out on that tour with the Brave. They're heading around the country at the moment. And uh, if you're free on March 21, you might want to get yourself down this day gold to go see the next era of Atlas. But yeah. Atlas have the V instead of the A. They're one of those bands. Atlas. They've put out the new, new song, Sorrow, which features their new frontman, Mitch. Heavy. Mm. Great Heavy Australian music from a great band who lost their frontman last year, their unclean vocalist. We weren't sure what was going to happen with them. This is a relaunch. This is the next era. And they're doing this show on the 21st at Stagol with all proceeds donated to the Leukemia Foundation. Yeah. They're going to do a bunch and, of head shaving as well. Cure, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, what a great way to come bouncing back, to launch a band again, and to do a show with a great purpose behind it. So, you know, yeah, good on them. Atlas is, is, is a great band to go check out from Melbourne. If you love your music on the heavier side make sure you check them out yeah nice one and obviously last week uh we saw just getting back to international stuff sorry so uh august burns red dropped there i'm keen i'm keen yeah. sorry like guardians i'm i'm really keen for now yet so, so far. far see august burns red for me have been they to me they kind of borderline on a on a bit of that kind of deathly kind of metal mm, side, mm. but like you, you could kind of put them in like, obviously they're a metalcore band, right? Yeah. But they do have undertones of deathcore and that, the songs that they put out that are heavy, it's kind of like probably a bit too heavy for me and, and technical, but 
the both singles they've put out from this album so far have been winners for me in my yeah. eyes. And there's not one song that I've listened to and went, oh yeah, no, I could, you know, I could, you know, listen to that once and not listen to it again. You have yeah. to listen a couple of times. So yeah. So this new one's called Bones. The first one was Defender, and yeah, album's out April no. Yeah, April 3rd. Yeah, so, it is. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So it's not actually not that far off. It's pretty close. Yeah, we're mm. just over under a month away now. Mm. And could this be the album that gives them the next Grammy nomination? They've scored two so far, so... Here's hoping. I mean, yeah. they, like, they, they have been very consistent. Yeah. With how good their releases are. And it's not like they've slipped down anytime soon. So and these songs are on par with um the last album that they put out soon. So, you know, it could actually happen. Exciting you more than the last one, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. So far. So if it excites me, it's Grammy worthy. Uh, Silverstein are putting out their new album on Friday, A Beautiful Place to Drown. Um, I caught up with um, Shane, who told me the story about how they got the name of the album. There's this really nice lake uh, in the US somewhere. He couldn't remember where it was. Mm. And there's a big sign that says... Was it a crystal lake? No, it was just a lake, which would look really beautiful. And there there was a sign that said, like, A Beautiful Place to swim or drown or something like that. But like Surely the sign didn't say it's a beautiful place to drown. I think someone has obviously graffitied it. I right. think that's the case. That's what he was okay. getting at. But it would have looked really beautiful. It's in the middle of nowhere. No one's that's around. Cool. So if you drown, it's a beautiful place to drown. That kind yeah. of thing. And the songs all kind of mesh together to like work with the theme of what yeah. they're working with for that album. And so far the songs on this album have been great. I will admit, now having heard the songs on this album, uh a little bit of regret that we didn't actually get to chat to them. I know, Beautiful. yeah, with I mean, all the drama it, that happened and yeah, all the drama with the and weather. all the rain and all that, you can't help the weather. But if it, I mean, having heard these songs now, I would have loved to have chatted with them about yeah. these new songs because I'm a big fan. I've I, I've not been a fan of them before, just just not down to not liking them, but just. Maybe a little indifferent. Yep, yep. This album's got me. And this is what I'm realising with a lot Big of fans. Big hooky choruses. I'm loving it. They've been together for 20 years, right? Oh, yeah, of course. 20 yeah, it's years, a 20 year anniversary. And they've done multiple record labels over the yep. years. They signed with UNFD last year. That's obviously who's yep. putting out this album too. And I feel like... After they released their last album, um, Afterglow, went mm-hmm. amazingly. I feel mm-hmm. like that put them on a pedestal again for, for more fans to check them out because yeah. of that sort of change in style. So, yeah. you know, they had the post-hardcore fans from back in the day. Yeah. They've got this one out, which, you know, was borderline pop-punky. Now this yeah. whole new album is just a collection of great, alternative, yeah. heavy kind yeah. of songs. Yeah. And, and, you know, you team up with Caleb Shoma of Beartooth for Burn It Down. <laughs> You've got a winner right there. I mean, um, Aaron from Intervals for a song too. Yeah. Pierre from Simple Play. Like they're they're tapping into a whole lot of different markets, yeah, and uh, or different genres, I should say, and potentially bringing those fans over to be an everythingist kind of band. Ooh, yeah, no, sweet. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm really loving this record. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to make it the faction feature feature album. I think you should. I, yeah, think, I really think you should. Actually, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been deciding what to do this week, so. That might just tip me over. Good. Uh, and Inertia, you told me about these yeah. guys. I really wanted to give them a listen. I didn't get a chance to because, once again, I'm a dickhead. But uh, <laughs> great, great song. You're a busy guy, man. I'm a very busy man. So uh, this is one of those ones, like Ophelia from the Collision Course Office. She was a big fan of their last song, Savoir. Savoir. And, uh, and this new song and is getting a lot of love on Facebook. It's getting a lot of... Uh, and and through socials and a lot of people are like uh, saying this is the next you know the next ones to watch kind yeah yep yep yeah, yeah and uh, and I mean your initial reaction once we we watched it this afternoon your initial take on it is very much a 
like oh OMG oh, that's Marcus Bridge 2.0 yeah. yeah the vocals so, in it are great so if you if you like the more melodic side of North Lane songs without the screaming with mm. an alt rock backing sound to you mm. then yeah definitely this will be a song that you need to check out Heavy Eyes mm. um, and just, it, it picked up a bunch of Spotify playlists and all that sort of stuff straight which away which is great in evidence like, you know it starts you know it, it it's getting recognised straight yeah. up. Yeah. And they're heading out on tour with uh, To Octavia and Alt as well. Yeah. So, like, you know, three great three great new, bands, new bands that you yeah. have the opportunity to jump on now before they get big. Mm. Yeah, it really could be one of the, like, sort of better three-way, like, tours. The menage a trois you, of yeah. 2020, yeah, if you will. Yeah, Yeah, wow. Okay. <laughs> we, we weren't there. How we good at innuendos. Well, you, well, you know, if you... You know, if you're that way inclined, go ahead and swipe right. Yeah, sweet. Uh, do that, pricey. And uh, when you're also swiping right, you might want to also swipe right on a Steel Panther to a Steel Panther making their return. Swipe right for a lot of fun. Yes, they're returning to Australia in a team up I never thought would happen, but you know it kind of makes sense. It does. So Steel Panther and Seven Dust doing an East Coast run. Yep. Steel Panther's new album, um, Heavy Metal Rules. That's obviously what they're playing. Seven Dust. I know they're working on their new material, yep. so we could potentially hear some new songs by the time this tour kicks off. Fingers crossed. And uh, like, is it a co-headline tour? Or is it? Uh, just I a- believe it's a Steel Panther with led to a yeah, yeah, which is just you know. Steel Panther, you know you're going to get a rock metal show. You yeah. know that for a fact. Yep. And you're going to get entertained and have fun. Seven Dust, you're going to get the groove metal, the new metal, yeah, the yeah. rock, everything in there. So, like, it makes... To, to me, when I first saw this, I was like, it's a very interesting pairing. And Ebony said that before as well, too. But, like, come to think of it, when you sit down there and go, these two bands are iconic. They've got Chances a mass following. Gonna like They're going to cross over. Yeah. The Venn diagram thing will be there. Like, both bands have an S. So, like, yeah, they'll yeah. both be in there. So, <laughs> that's happening throughout May. Yeah, and like the biggest venues that Steel Panther has done. Yeah, that's in right. Australia. Yeah, so yeah. They've actually every time they've come back in the last five years or so, the venue sizes have grown, and that and the fan base has grown, and fa- yeah, exactly. And all of this stuff, you know, this their albums keep charting in Australia despite not getting played on radio. Yeah, they're, they're one you know of those I mean? bands. Like they're one of those yeah. bands, they work regardless. Yeah, they've they've got the following, they've got the backing, mm. and they don't need the the, the placement or the success because they know people are going to turn up to shows. They're I mean, look at the last, anyway, the yeah. last tour they were down here for, which was the two different sets. I mean, I remember yeah. like that's like the majority of them sold out and they put on additional shows. And then mm. it was like, we're not doing any more shows after this one here. So like, this is it. So, you know, Steel Panther are loved in Australia, Seven Dust as well too. And like... By all means, if, if you love both bands, jump on. I'm sure we'll see some announcements later on of like local supports and all that. But like yep. this is your, your good mid-year before we get into to yeah. winter like gig to go there's, and see. Man, there's some tours, man. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's so many. There's lots. It's been so a great many. year so far for, for music and, and tours coming up. And it's just like we're, we're just getting into the third month now. So yeah. like what's the rest of the year off holding for head. us? Absolutely off its head. But that brings us to the end of episode thirty-seven of the matter. Episode. episode of the matter. Wow. Of fact, I need sleep, right? Okay, Jeez. I'm all gigged out at the moment. I think the next live gig I've got is Download Festival, and then like the big celebration of the hardest one hundred on the Sunday. So like, Get your vote in. if you think that my voice sounds bad now, just wait till that Sunday. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, look right. after yourself, Brown. I'll, I'll have some honey tea and, you know, if you've got some recommendations of how to get your voice back after screaming and belting out songs all night at a, at a heavy metal show, then please pass them through. 
Oh my god, I think I'm going to need a backup announcer. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Do an auction, swipe right for pricey. But uh, that brings us to the end of it all for the Handshake Media Group. This is Matter of Faction Podcast signing off. My name is Brownie. My name's Pricey. Boy. You've been listening to the Matter of Faction Podcast with Pricey and Brownie.